Hey, Peter Navarro here with the latest Taking Back Trump's America podcast and Substack. Yep, Communist China's digital currency Orwellian assault. The U.S. dollar is the world's reserve currency, and the SWIFT system for global money transfer represent the twin pillars of a transparent international financial system capable of policing criminal activities and deterring rogue nations from conduct outside international norms. Today, both pillars are crumbling as communist China strategically pushes adoption of its new digital currency, the digital yuan. Since the 1944 Brenton Woods Accord, the U.S. dollar has served as the world's primary reserve currency, with central banks around the world holding about 60% of their foreign reserves in greenbacks, compared to about 20% for the euro and around 5% for the Japanese yen and British pound. This global dollar demand has, in turn, artificially increased its value as measured in its exchange rate. For U.S. citizens, the big advantage of this stronger dollar is that it pushes interest rates and mortgage rates lower than they would otherwise be. On the other hand, and this was a point I often made in the Trump White House, a strong dollar also spikes the U.S. trade deficit as imports are cheaper and our exports less competitive, effectively exporting American jobs and factories. These pros and cons notwithstanding, the geopolitical advantage of King Dollar is this. With so much of foreign transactions and trade in dollars, the U.S. is able to impose financial sanctions on countries that engaged in behavior outside international norms. For example, communist China's crushing of Hong Kong, Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Iran's development of weapons of mass destruction to attack Israel. It is in America's fulfillment of this geopolitical policing function where the Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication comes in. With SWIFT, as they call it, representing the go-to system to transfer money around the world, its financial institution members can serve as cops on the beat, not just to police criminal activities such as money laundering, but to also enforce U.S. financial sanctions on rogue nations. The U.S. only wields such power because of its reserve currency status. As I likewise warned in the Trump White House, the repeated use of sanctions, however, has spurred Communist China to develop the yuan as a substitute reserve currency capable of insulating China from U.S. sanctions. This process officially began in October of 2016 when the International Monetary Fund added the yuan to its special drawing rights basket as an international reserve asset. Since that time, the yuan has steadily gained ground against the greenback. Here, what matters is not aggregate global statistics where the dollar remains quite dominant. Rather, China's strategy is to concentrate yuan usage in a block of countries seeking to escape the long arm of U.S. sanctions. The poster child here is Putin's Russia, which holds nearly one-third of all of its reserves in yuan. The growing list also includes Iran, Iraq, Bangladesh, France, 
Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Thailand, Brazil, and India. Yet it's not just sanctions that communist China, with its growing yuan bloc, is seeking to avoid. China's authoritarian leaders all the way up to Xi Jinping have realized that a digital form of the yuan provides yet another tool of social control both within and outside of China's bamboo curtain borders. Such a digital currency immediately creates a permanent record for the government of all transactions, with each traceable right back to the wallets of its citizens. And it won't be just Chinese citizens that the Communist China government will be able to surveil and track through their purchases. All foreigners transacting in the digital yuan, both inside and outside China's borders, will likewise be traceable and sanctionable. And all foreign nations holding digital yuan in their foreign reserves will be vulnerable to Chinese censorship. For example, any citizen inside of China that engages in behavior unacceptable to the government, with criticism of the government at the top of the list, <clears throat> can have his or her funds immediately frozen. The same can happen to any foreign government holding digital yuan in its foreign reserves or any foreign company transacting in digital yuan. Criticize China for its human rights abuses in Xinjiang, its coercive threats to Taiwan, its suppression of religion, its mercantilist trade policies, its role in spawning COVID-19, or its support for Putin's Ukraine invasion, and the digital yuan may go up in censored smoke. It should be clear, therefore, that broad global acceptance of a digital yuan is an Orwellian dream for a country that already runs the world's biggest internet spy system through its great firewall of China. Meanwhile, unlike the transparent SWIFT system, outside authorities, such as law enforcement, will be shut out from the digital yuan's black box. Unless, of course, the Chinese government wants to play ball with them. What could go wrong here? Plenty. And to say the Biden regime and the American Congress are behind the curve on this is to state the obvious. Peter Navarro, out. Look around and tell me what you see Every day, more people in the street Said I used to work in a factory Right now, I don't work for anything
CEOs get richer That jobs all move offshore We go to the store and spend our money Send all the dollars overseas This ain't the land of milk and honey This is the land of trading writing for you at peternavarro.substack.com. Get the latest updates related to the Chinese Communist Party's invasion of America. Read Peter Navarro's weekly market recap to protect your wealth. Get the inside scoop on all the things related to Trump 2024. All this information can be found at peternavarro.substack.com. Discover both the blueprint and the battle cry for taking back Trump's America. Subscribe today at peternavarro.substack.com.